Paul Giamatti is an actor struggling to separate his personal life from his job. On advice from his agent, he has his soul removed and frozen. While soullessness is too much for Paul, he borrows a temporary soul to better perform his job. When he is ready to retrieve his own soul, he discovers that it has been stolen and begins a race against time to get it back in Cold Souls. Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 150, 150. Happy anniversary, my name is Eric. My name is Jason. Happy anniversary to you too. We watched a movie, it was called Cold Souls. Cold Souls. Cold Souls. You... You have a very good pronunciation of it. I don't think I do. Cold souls. Cold souls. What if this was the rest of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> what if this was the episode so far? <laughs> uh, the uh, part uh, for the course. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cold souls indeed. Cold souls. Starring Paul Giamatti as himself. He did good. Yeah, he, he he plays himself well. Yeah, I believed it. Oh, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it even looked like him. A little bit. Yeah, well, it was a little bit off. I, I think the makeup was. He's uh, like three inches shorter. But. Yeah, yeah. I really think the the prosthetics were were kind of sloppy. Right. I yeah. mean, we've advanced a lot technology wise. I, I thought they would use some CGI. I thought so too. With but, the beard, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, no. They they went old school, but uh, you know it's one of those things where you know you can still kind of tell that it's prosthetics, right? Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds you of like Harryhausen animation sometimes. A little bit, yeah. a little bit. You know, it's like uh, you know you think about like uh, Rick Baker doing you know the werewolf effects for oh, yeah. American Werewolf in London, and they're great. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know. 30 years later, they, they still look great, but you can right. still see You can some see some seams. Yeah. Yeah. Same with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, are we talking about the movie already? It feels like we are. This is, uh, this is what we do now, apparently. Oh, okay. We just get right into it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've, uh, we've done that for the most part. Lately? For the, really? for the past okay. 10 or so episodes. Hmm. I didn't even notice. I mean, I'm not a fan, but, you know, whatever. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure our listener probably appreciates that. That we actually talk about the movie? Yeah. Well, right now we're actually just talking about talking about the movie. Right. I think that counts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the movie's in there somewhere. Uh-huh. It's in the mix. They know what movie we've watched. Besides, this They is, know who is in it. Like, we're meta-reviewing a meta-movie. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about what you thought about the movie? Um, well, I haven't had time to think about what I thought about it. 
But I can tell you that I thought it was really good. Your review? Uh, no, the actual movie. Oh, okay. I haven't thought about what I think about it. <laughs> well, I think your review of the movie is apt. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you just review my review of the movie? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, no, uh, let's just talk about the movie instead. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know anything about it really I saw the the DVD at the library a couple weeks ago and I picked it up and read it and it said it was akin to like the older quirkier Woody Allen movies uh-huh. you know dark comedy yeah I can see that okay I, I could see like maybe Charlie Kaufman meets Woody Allen like early Woody Allen okay um, I, uh, I've only seen like two old Woody Allen movies mm-hmm. And I didn't, uh, other than general Paul Giamatti-ness, yeah. you know, I couldn't find too much that reminded me of Woody Allen. Right. I mean, Giamatti sort of has that, uh, flabbergasted, <laughs> over-stressed personality. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if he's been in a Woody Allen movie. I don't think so. But, I mean, some of his movies have, like, 40... A-listers in it, so... Right. Maybe he was one of them. Maybe. I do not know. I could not tell you. No. My mouth is dry. Super dry. Super dry. Scaly? Lizard-like? A little bit. Yeah. Did you have your soul removed? I did. (laughs) Years back. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Pretty much right at birth, right? Yep. Yeah. As soon as I could form cognitive thoughts, I said, get this (laughs) out of me. You're like, something's not right? Make it so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, too, quite enjoyed this movie. Yeah? Yeah. It was uh, a little deeper than I expected. Yeah, yeah. A little more, uh, I want to say... Existential? S- yeah. Okay, that's much better than Soul Surgeon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's funny, because that's kind of what the description of the movie is when you look it up on IMDb. Yeah. yeah it's Ex- a soul-searching comedy. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, who wasn't above a pun? Yeah. <laughs> I like a good pun. I like a good pun. That's why I'm, uh, I'm kind of shocked that you chose not to uh, go for it. Mm. Well, I think it's because I actually read that on the box or oh, something. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. I don't want to steal a pun. Oh, I got A you. good punster creates his own puns. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so Paul Giamatti, uh, playing himself, yep. uh, searching for his soul, yeah. or at first trying to have it extracted. Right. Which is, uh, kind of neat. Yeah. That's kind of a neat little idea. Would you, uh, have yours, uh, extracted? I could see for a couple weeks, definitely. Really? Like, I wouldn't be like, get rid of it, but, like, right. how he, like, put it on ice so he could, you know, do his work. Support. Yeah. Right. I do that. Would you do it like uh, like for when a uh, new magic set is released? Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like every three months, I could just get rid of it for a couple weeks. That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. But yeah, that, I mean that's an interesting. Like this is the kind of movie that I think is just it's hinged on good acting and good writing. Oh yeah. And and like they were both. Both really good. The, right. the, um, yeah, I, would, I mean, I would say every movie is hinged on good acting and good writing, uh, except for like the special effects bonanzas and stuff. Well, 
Chips, those aren't good boots. Well, yeah, but... Because uh, you know what you're getting into when you go into a Transformers. But this this one had, like, some good set pieces, but, I mean, sometimes you're like, wow, what a breathtaking set, or, like, that's an amazing... Uh, look at, you know, a thousand people fighting each other with swords, you know, like, right. some, sometimes the visuals are so overwhelming, but this could have been a play. Like, you could do this... Right. On a, you know, in like a cheap theater. I'm sticking with my, my, uh, like any, criticism of you. Any good movie could be done in a cheap theater. Well, I'm saying that any good movie could, needs to hinge on good writing and good acting. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Uh. <laughs> no, those things aren't important. <laughs> I'm just saying, this movie, uh, you know, didn't need any sort of, like, extravagant effects or sets or, like, character designs. And, I mean, like, it was just, like, people, like, saying good lines and delivering them well. Right. And that's all it needed. Like a good movie should. Yeah, like a good movie should. Right, yeah. This is proof that that's, uh... <laughs> I think everyone knows this. The ingredients for I a good movie. I'm pretty sure everyone knows oh, this. Oh, everyone? I don't think so. Most people. I wouldn't even say half people. Most people who enjoy movies... Oh, uh, well, maybe the maybe the film nerds, but, you know. I would say those are people who enjoy movies. Look at the kind of movies that do well in the theaters. <clears throat> it's nothing to do with quality. Exactly. Exactly. It's nothing to do with quality. I'm with you. All right. I'm with you on that one. Uh. <laughs> um... Uh, I forgot where I heard before I started berating you. No. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, I was just saying uh, um, uh, that it was uh, a pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be kind of neat, but it, I liked it a lot more than I expected. I had uh, I wanted to see this for a while, uh, simply because uh, I like Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I like seeing movies he's in. That's good. Was that, that wasn't a real movie that there was a clip of in the middle of the movie, was it? I don't know. I don't think it was. I should have looked that up before we uh, got in there, but... Uh, There's a clip where a Russian lady's watching one of his movies. Right. And, and it actually reminds me a lot of Manhattan, the Woody Allen movie. They're just like, couple, you know, a couple sitting on a park bench, and right. he's like, let's go somewhere and make love. And, right. Like, <laughs> I don't think that was a real movie. Maybe would, it was. If I had to guess right now, I would say probably not. Yeah. But also wouldn't be surprised if it were. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. Huh. So does this make you do any sort of, like, you know, question about uh, your existential morality or anything like that? No. Because no. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It was. It was a comedy. There's some. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's a, a dramedy. It, it's a dark comedy. Yeah, there's some darkness. Yeah. But no, it's not darkness as in you know. Because when you say dark comedy to me, I think of you know uh, like Pulp Fiction. You right. Know, someone's head's gonna get exploded and it's gonna be a laugh. All right. You know. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm thinking more like this is a dramedy. This yeah. is. Yeah. You know, essentially a movie about a man who has uh, lost his way <laughs> and, uh, you know, literally lost his soul uh, and uh, learning things about himself uh, on his uh, path to uh, get it back. Right. 
Yeah. But at the same time, there's laugh out loud moments. Oh, yeah. Especially one of my favorites is uh, after his soul is removed and he's still uh, performing at the, like, you know, his, uh, like, Shakespearean theater or whatever. It's like, it's not, it's not Shakespearean, it's like it's Russian. Like Uncle Vanya. Uncle Vanya. Russian play. But, it, yeah, that's great whenever he's, like, he's channeling, like, William Shatner and Jim Carrey and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, soulless actors. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I think. I think both those guys are great, but, mm. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty funny. That like that's who he would think of right. as like soulless actors. Those two. Uh, he's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey can be good. He just often isn't. Yeah. Uh, and ironically, he whenever he is good, it's usually in a Charlie Kaufman related thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, alright, I just, uh, pulled some parallels together between this and, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that a lot. Yeah. I got a little bit of a, uh, being John Malkovich kind definitely, of, uh, Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's always that whenever, like, an actor's playing an actor, right, right, right. but, but, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some similarities, I mean, it's like, I love how it just, like, opens up with this absurd... You know, the thing that's happening, but it's not like, you know, it's just completely accepted as like, this is, you know, part of the reality of this right. film. You know, it's not like, you know, there's, they sort of like raise an eyebrow, like, oh, wow, that's, this is uh, a possibility. And then, right. and then that's, it just goes on from there. Like, it's not like people are constantly bewildered by the right. fact that you can store your soul. It's, uh, yeah, it's got some sci fi elements to this, uh, but, uh, never, Never goes out of its way to explain what's actually happening. You just sort of accept it and right. move on. I think that's the, the element that reminds me of, you know, like, you know, the Woody Allen and Charlie Kaufman stuff where it's always set in our reality and then there's just one, like, really strange thing right. that is also part of the reality. Juxtaposition. Ooh. Yeah. I like that word. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I thought you were gonna like say something really deep. <laughs> you were just burping. <laughs> Not even that. So, oh. um, yeah, I mean, what can you say about this movie? Um, uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah, go it, watch it. It's 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 funny. It's dark. It's, I mean, you know, I guess there uh, comes a point in a lot of people's lives where they feel kind of soulless or like. You know, that right. it would be easier to, uh, to live out your life in kind of a soulless manner, like just right. saying very, uh, cold clinical things or like behaving in a manner that doesn't require you to weigh the morality of right. situations. And I think that's kind of, that's kind of neat because I've thought about that before too. Oh, yeah. I, like, uh, I, I usually try to do the right thing. Right. Sometimes I, sometimes I think my life would be better if I didn't. Right. Uh, do you go out of your way to do the right thing? Mm, occasionally. You just, yeah. you just live your life. Occasionally I go out of my way to do the right okay. thing. Yeah. So yeah, I mostly just live my life. Yeah. And, uh, basically I make sure that I am never in the position where I have to uh, make that choice. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not always sure that I will make the right choice. You mean like, uh, give me a for instance. 
uh, I don't know, you give me a scenario. Mm. <laughs> okay, a homeless man knocks on your door tonight uh-huh. and says he needs like $8 to... I don't have $8. <laughs> oh, say you did, though. Nope. Okay. Okay. Well, Probably yeah. wouldn't even answer the door. Yeah. If I'm not expecting anyone, why should I? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's true. Yeah. So that that is, like you said, you're uh, you're not putting yourself in that situation where... Right. Okay. But for some reason, should I answer the door? No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. So who goes house to house to beg for money? Seriously? Just get the fuck out. Yeah. Get a job, hippie. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. Always hiring. You know, I saw two help wanted signs today, which was weird. Like, I usually don't ever. Like, usually people are, you know, no one, no one's hiring anybody. People are always hiring. I don't think so. I think so. Seems like it's, uh, like everybody I know that doesn't have a job that's actually trying to get one. I mean, I know people that aren't trying to get one. But, uh, they seem to have a pretty tough time finding one. Yeah, probably because their standards are too high. If they lowered their standards, I'm sure they would find a job tomorrow. Yeah. Like at McDonald's or something. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about, these weren't McDonald's type places. This was, I don't know, like a shoe store, you know? That's a McDonald's type place. Uh, You think? Yeah. That's above McDonald's. Mm, A shoe store? Slightly. I would much rather. Only in that you don't get grease burns, hopefully. Alright. Still probably have to smell some horrible things. Right. And deal with the public. Right. Anything that you have to deal with the public is McDonald's level. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes Mavericks is definitely McDonald's level. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow it will be because uh, all the other comic or all the other magic stores are closed on Monday. So why is that? I don't know. That's a good question. I know Bell Books closed, and I right. I think either Booker or Game Haven, one of them is closed because probably not Booker. Yeah, they're open all the time. I know. But yeah, I know there's two of them that are closed, and they all come to Mavericks. Yeah. Good luck tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Do you uh, do you wish that you didn't have a soul tomorrow? Yeah, probably. I would love to be <laughs> I would love to be rude to the ones that deserve it. There's this one guy, uh, he was in last week, and he was just a complete dick. He was a magic guy, I was trying to, like, trade with him and take his cards, and he was just being a dick through and through, like, he was just... Short and like rude, and um, I don't see why I needed to point out his height. <laughs> well, it bothers me that people are under a certain level of height. Like, there's a certain standard that we as Americans need to grow, and uh, you know, you know, we we don't want to be uh, taken over by pygmies when they invade. Right. You know, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, so this guy not only is he rude, but he's short, and. uh no, he was just, yeah, he was just being an asshole, and, like, I was just, you know, nice to him, and when he left, you know, I just, I was like, what a douchebag to to the other employee. Right. And, uh, part of me is like, I wish I would have just told him, you know, actually, we don't need your business, just right. go somewhere else, you know, take your cards and leave. Right. Like, I wish I would have done that. You should have. I think next time if he comes in and he's still a douchebag, right. I will say that. Good because, for you. Because I don't really care. Yeah. Like, the worst thing that he could do is be like, what's your name? And I'd be like... Jason Young, tell my boss that's fine. I couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I fucking hate a lot of the magic people. <laughs> oh, well, they're awful. They are awful, awful people. <sighs> anyway, yeah. cold souls. Cold souls. 
Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, this was a really good movie. Beautifully shot. Uh, yeah, a lot of those like icy beach scenes were really neat. Right. Um, uh, thought all the Russia scenes were were uh, neat. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think the the director of this movie was Russian. So. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Sophie something or other. Barthes or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. I looked her up on IMDb, and she's only done two short films other than this. Oh, wow. And both were Russian, so... Well, that's kind of exciting. Yeah. This is her first, like, feature length. And also, so far, only. Yeah? Yeah. Well, this is pretty new, right? A couple years old. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the Russia stuff, that reminded me, uh, I love when Paul goes to Russia, and all of a sudden he dons that... Stereotypical Russian hat from like the eighties, <laughs> giant uh, square black furball thing. Right, that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really know what else to say about this uh, movie. It, it's all in the delivery and the story. It's like, yeah. you know, I don't know. There's not, there's not a lot to dissect. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it just kind of makes you think about, you know, whether you'd be better off without your soul or not. Right. And, uh, I think in certain situations, you certainly would. Yeah. You know? Or maybe even think about what it would be like to have someone else's soul or if it would affect you. That oh, much. that's true. Yeah, there's that whole element that they yeah. kind of delve into. Yeah, because they're, they're, there's the whole, like, trafficking of souls and right. borrowing and, uh, yeah, if you could have anybody else's soul, do you know who you would go for? Nobody. Like, not a specific person, but would you like nope. a gymnast nope. or a, a play writer, video game designer? Nope. I would go, if I had to pick one, I would pick whoever is the world champion Magic the Gathering player. <laughs> <laughs> because he's got to have an awesome soul. I'm sure he would. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, the world champs. Uh, magic. Yeah. There's, there's a. They used to put out these decks. It was, it was kind of a neat thing uh, in the 90s where uh, they would just make an actual replica of whatever deck won and then just print it up that way and sell it so you could, like, play at home as the world champion. Uh, is, is that worth having their soul? Oh, uh, no. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Because I'm sure the world champ, he's got to be the best person ever, right? <laughs> you know, there are, I'd say there's like maybe a dozen or so magic customers that are regular customers that are awesome. You like, say I, that, that, that every I really, single time that we, we bring up magic. I, I really are. I mean, there's like, but, a, uh, I can name the good ones. You got your Justin Bull, you got your, I mean, you know, <laughs> you got your Tom Warnock. I mean, there's some good guys. <laughs> You got your Brad something or other, I don't know his name. But uh <laughs> But but then there's like the other eighty percent that just like grate on my nerves and they're just rude and like relentless and smelly and like they they're so needy you have to hold their hand for a half an hour for them to buy ten cents worth of cards and Oh it's it sucks. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm no fan either, and I am just a customer. Just like trying to walk around the crowd of oh, yeah, guys, yeah. Or uh, like even if I just have to like pass on a quick message to you or something, like usually just hey something. Right. You know, I get interrupted with they need fifteen. <laughs> yeah. 
Hello, names of magic cards. <laughs> How many? Uh, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a good one uh, from the new set. The new set in a strad. Others, Stromkirk Noble. I need 14 copies of Stromkirk Noble. <laughs> I mean, that's cool that they're giving us money for these cards because yeah. that Stromkirk Noble is a nine dollar card, and yeah. you know that's great. But uh, yeah, it just sucks that we like like if, like if we had to also if we sold comic books and we also had to deal in like I don't know. Like, like when we sold Beanie Babies, like, that was, like, horrible. Right. But, you know, it was a necessary evil, and then it lasted, you know, like, six months a year, and it was right. over. But, like... Pokemon. Pokemon. I mean, we still carry Pokemon, but it's just, like, we carry it on. Right, yeah. But this is, like, our store has become a magic store. Right. Like, that's... It's a magic store that stocks some comics. Right. And that sucks. Yes, it does. Especially for us comic fans. Yeah, like me and you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you most of all because you you signed up to work at a comic shop. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm there. Yeah, it's not because of all the giant loot cakes I'm rolling in. You know, I'm not. What? You know, I'm not. Oh, that was for Jeremy Anderson. All right. Uh, it's skater lingo uh, from the 1990s. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> out, outdated. You can always count on gutter trash for outdated urban lingo, kids. Come on over. <laughs> If we're not 20 years behind in our uh, street talk, then uh, I'll eat my shorts. But, Calabunga, dude. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. See? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, step off, Eric. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I'm turning this into uh, an episode of uh, like my visit to the psychologist. Oh, but. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, if you, if you want, we can, uh, I mean, I don't know how much more about the movie I can really talk about. Right. Uh, other than, I mean, I truly, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was surprisingly uh, good. Yeah. Like, it, it, it had, uh, it went to levels of, you know, that I wouldn't have expected as far as, like, you know, like you said, the dramatic elements of it. Like, right. I thought it would be more just, like, goofy and, right. you know, it was, it was good. It was very well done. Yeah. So, uh, let's say, let's take a break. Okay. And we'll come back, and uh, you can uh, just unload, <laughs> just oh. unload your psyche. Let me just. On, uh, I'm gonna shotgun the rest of this beer. There, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. We're here. Yes, we are. We were listening to Beck. Yes, we were. Who doesn't like Beck? Uh, You don't like Beck? (laughs) I have a cutoff point. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Midnight Vultures. When he sold out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) When he let Loser hit the streets. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Midnight Vultures. Like, nothing after that, either? Mm, Not really. Not even um, a sea change? Nope. Mm, Man. I don't like much after sea change. Like, I can take it or leave it after that. Like, it's listenable. Right. Like, Modern Guilt and Guerlito. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, sea change I love. Love. I uh, tried it, but I couldn't get into that album. And I think I tried listening to Guero. Maybe there was another one after that, or maybe even before. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, There is the one with that grid album cover. Yeah, don't remember what it's called. But uh, yeah, just uh, couldn't get into those. Uh, I do think that uh, what was it Mutations? Yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, That's kind of where it started dipping down for me, but Mm -hmm. I still really like that. Uh, But yeah, just uh, yeah. Yeah, he just kind of. I don't know. Maybe he just kind of ran his course. Could be. Yeah, yeah, maybe Maybe he should produce uh, younger acts now. Because okay. he clearly knows how to create soundscapes and right. like make things you know sound good. Right. Maybe he's just done being creative. Right. Could be, could be. Uh, or maybe we just outgrew that. Maybe we're dumb. Fair. Yeah. No, we're not dumb. <laughs> we outgrew it. Maybe his stuff is so brilliant now we just don't get it. No. I'm pretty sure it's that, uh, you know, I think uh, just at the time where where he hit, uh, we were just at the right age to sort of accept that. Yeah. And uh, I think, uh, you know... There's some nostalgia there. Eh, I wouldn't say nostalgia. No. Because, I mean, mean, Midnight Vultures came, you know, at a time where I still should have been, you know, fuck yeah, back. Yeah. You know, uh, I just think, you know... Yeah, we just matured out of it, I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I like stuff that's a lot less mature than Beck. Oh. We like MC Chris. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he also, uh, is, you know, tongue-in-cheek funny. Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, Beck maybe, uh, at this point in the game, probably... Takes himself way too seriously. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like maybe, okay, like he's still doing the same thing, but from a different angle right, or something. Right, okay, yeah. I could sort of see that. Like paper, uh, like I started to call it paper tiger. Uh, sea change, I think, you know, it was pretty serious because, like, right. you know, it wasn't a funny one, but I think that still had some soul to it. Oh, going back to the soul. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think after that, maybe he poured his soul into that one. Maybe he had his soul removed. Maybe he did. Yeah. We didn't see the list of, uh, musicians. We just saw <laughs> the entire list of actors. Which was just one. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. He's in, uh, uh, locker number 432, if yeah. you're ever looking. Star of Shirmup. That's and, and Planet of the Apes. And Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first Paul Giamatti movie you remember seeing? I'm, I'm thinking... Probably Planet of the Apes. Because I don't think I'd ever heard of him before that. Was Sideways after Planet of the Apes? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I feel like I knew who he was, like, when we saw the movie Planet Apes. I was like, oh, there's Paul Giamatti. But I can't think of what that would have been. Was uh, American Splendor before that? Uh, no. no. Okay. Was uh, Shaft, the original, before that? Because he, uh, he played the Afro. <laughs> that was before that. So, yeah, okay, that's okay, what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like, that Afro, that ape looks like an Afro. <laughs> Is that Paul Giamatti? <laughs> Whoa, that was not a racist slur. That was just ill-timed uh, nonsense. <laughs> but, right. but yeah, I, I like him a lot. I think he's a really good actor. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I do think that... Uh, I think Planet of the Apes was the, the first time I ever heard his name and associated him with something. With a face. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. 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 Uh, although I think... I'd probably seen movies with him before that, but like mm-hmm. it never, you know, jobbed with me who he was. Right. Uh, uh, wasn't he? Didn't he do a movie, Safe Men? Oh yeah, with um, uh, Mark Ruffalo and uh, some other people. Hmm. But Paul Giamatti was. That sounds movie. familiar. I don't think I've ever seen it, but. It's not a great movie, uh, and I'd only seen it like maybe two, three years ago. But uh, you know, it's a heist movie, a bank robbery movie. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it is about safe crackers. Okay. But uh, uh, I mean, it's not a great movie, but he was in it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's. I think he's in that category with like, you know. Everybody's got, like, a handful of actors they would pretty much watch any movie, even if it doesn't look like a movie they'd want to see. Right. Just to watch that person not do his thing. Right. I think he's he's pretty much in there. Uh, he's he's up there for me. I mean, there's movies. Lady in the Water. <laughs> I haven't I've seen that one. I've never seen that one, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen, uh... I've never seen Sideways. That was, that was pretty good, actually. Oh, sure it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, uh, I had it for a very long time. I owned it. I just never got around to watching it. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Uh, Sold it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's other movies of his that I haven't seen, but, uh, you know, I'm certainly... I am certainly more interested in a movie if he is in it than if he weren't in it. Yeah, if I was going to watch another M. Night Shyamalan movie, it would be Lady in the Water. Right, right. But, uh... What about Unbreakable 2? You can see that. Uh, I didn't even like the first one. Really? Yeah. You are wrong. That's what everybody tells me. They're like, if you like comic book movies, this is a great comic book movie. Yeah. I think even Grant Morrison said how good it was, and I was like, huh. Maybe I just didn't get it. But, uh, I remember disliking it so much that I didn't even watch, like, the last 20 minutes of it. Yeah. I just turned it off. Well, A, you missed the best part. Yeah. And B, you're just wrong altogether. Yeah. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just couldn't get into it. And you missed uh, some Alex Ross art there, too. Aww. And, and you love Alex Ross. I do. And I do not. Yeah. <laughs> For me, that tainted the movie. Yeah. I might have just been that, in one of my moods. You know how I get. Bruce Willis is taint. Yeah, ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, you are a moody fellow. I am. <laughs> My mood ring is asunder with colors right now. Look at it. 
I can't even tell. Is that fuchsia? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I think you've just broken the laws of mood rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually my mood, mood ring is shades of gray. Uh, anyway. Uh, did you, did you, did you wanna? Nah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, uh, uh, it's my dream that, that one day, uh, Mavericks can go back to being a comic shop that just dabbles in magic. Right. And be in business. Right. But, uh, it doesn't look like that day is around the corner. What, uh, hypothetical situation? I don't, if you don't want to get into this, you can, no. you can just tell me. That's a hypothetical. I can answer anything. Alright. Uh, let's say, uh, Jack retires, mm-hmm. uh, and gives the store to you. Alright. Because uh, cause I'm pretty sure that's probably his plan. Eh, I don't think he would give it to me outright. Well, no, but, but you know, yeah. yeah. He would ex- maybe expect me to run it. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what do you do? Do you do you scale back the magic as much as you can? Do you uh, do you begin to implement uh, all the changes that you are currently trying to implement that you can't? Right. Uh, uh, what do you, what do you do? I, what I would do, I would definitely scale back our sports card section yeah. to be maybe a fifth of what it is. Right. And I would, I would definitely keep magic in the store because it's obviously bringing That's in a lot of money. Right, right. But I would love to, uh, you know, segregate it to where we had like a separate room or even a separate store in the same shopping center right. um, where, you know, one store was all comics and toys and sports cards and right. the other one was all gaming. Right. And even maybe set up tables and stuff. Yeah, for exactly. I mean, there. because, like, you know, I mean, as, as as obtuse as some of those guys are and, like, as not a fan of a lot of them as I am, right. I, I still think, like, if they're spending that much money in the store, you know, we you know, it'd be nice to like give them a spot to play right, to keep right. them keep keep them happy. You know, like um, they deserve that, <laughs> and they deserve to uh, do it in a different uh, building than the one that sells all the comics. <laughs> 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 that would be great. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've toyed around with the idea of like, what would happen if I got enough money that I could buy Mavericks oh. or whatever. You know, that's. Yeah. That would probably be one of my first things I would do is, is uh, kick out the hair salon or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe that uh, weird bank thing uh, that's yeah, you, not a bank. It used to be City Financial. I forget what it's even called yeah. now. They changed the, it. Uh, the scam company that's mm. next to you. Scams United. First yeah. national scam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, kick them out and then make that like your, your gaming that would be awesome. Like, that would know, be with, great. With a locked door between the two. <laughs> yeah. So that you can go in, but nobody can come oh, into Mavericks. That would be perfect. Yeah, Mavericks proper. Mavericks proper. Yeah. yeah. That would be the Mavericks Annex. Oh, wow. Like, uh, like, like Bill Buck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a great setup. I think I think they've uh, figured it out. Yeah. Because, I mean, the but, gamers can be really loud. Yeah, yeah. And if they're gaming it up right there, yeah. and you're trying to, like, you know have an environment where people can shop for their comics right. while, you know, guys are throwing Doritos and yelling the F word. It's, right. it's not great. Uh, what, uh, would you, oh, all right. Hypothetical situation, you, you've kicked out Scam Bank. Okay. 
you've taken over their part of the building. Uh, do you move Mavericks proper into that section and keep what is currently Mavericks, the gaming section? Ooh. And that way, maybe expand your, your comics, uh, you know, let it breathe a little bit. Oh, since, yeah. Uh, it does take quite a bit of room for, for back issues I, I th- and stuff. I think know. I would actually just put all the, the magic into the other room and then just fix up the original one because, you know, then I've spent more of my life inside those four walls than in any other place. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see that part of it be made into something cool again because it was it was in the 90s and the early 2000s I think uh, it just has kind of went to shit in right. the last few years would you uh, would you do anything with the comics uh, like like try to uh, I don't know uh, like, oh there's there's a thousand things yeah I mean yeah like like you hear about like the like some of the big stores and like you know some of the things that they do and like graham crackers and those right, guys right right or uh, challengers in Chicago or like you know uh, heroes in South Carolina or, oh yeah or is that North Carolina uh, it's one of the Carolinas I think it's West Carolina oh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be nice to yeah like you know like have in store signings and right. like you know promote the more like you know, the art aspect of the comics, like hanging like original art on the walls right, right, and right. like, you know. Would you then buy the, uh, the, the hair salon next door Ooh. and turn that into an art gallery? That would be amazing. <laughs> Where's all this money coming from, by the way? Uh, magic. <laughs> oh, magic, yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the gathering, but just like, you know. No. Spells and stuff. No, from, from the gathering. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe that's yeah. how you're financing yeah. this whole thing. <laughs> So we're funneling uh, all of our gaming money into uh, a spiral of comic book uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. corruption and yep. <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> but then you're not going to be able to afford the next thing when it comes out. Yeah, that's oh, true. <laughs> yeah, we we order quite a few uh, boxes of Magic the Gathering, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Thousands of dollars worth. <laughs> Would. Uh you know, we, we, uh, this past month or so, uh, DC did the whole reboot thing, and, and I would say practically everything has come in and sold out. Oh, yeah. W- with the exception of maybe The Flash and Superman. Yeah. Uh, would you still say that, uh, you took in less money from that than you do in Magic? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the latest Magic release, we probably spent as much on. The boxes we bought, as we have on the last four weeks' worth of comics combined, including all the number ones. I mean, we spent a, we, we bought quite a bit, and it, and it's sell and selling too. That's, that's yeah. what I'm asking: is if it's selling, yeah, selling better than the oh, yeah. comics. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, the com- the DCs are doing great though. I mean, they really are. Like like I, th- I was telling you earlier, I think you know we've we've sold through our, our first, second, and third printings of Justice League number one and. Ordered some fourth print-ins, and yeah, they're just impressive. They're doing really well. Let's hope it sustains. Where do you think it's going to fall? I think, I think we, well, we were talking about that. We were actually thinking about doing some sort of promo with, um, the second and third issues where, you know, like if you keep buying them, you know, there's a discount if you buy two and three. And, but we're not sure exactly what we're going to do with that. But I think after two issues, it's going to drop down. You better, you better think fast because the second issues are out. Yeah, the second ones are here. Yeah. I think, 
see, like, this is not non-confirmed Mavericks customers who may be listening, but Jack was talking about doing, like, um, just straight $2 each on all the $3 number threes wow. and $3 each on all the $4 number threes just right. to, like, keep people, you know, invested in the series. Because right. a lot of people are just buying all the number ones and then picking which ones to go from there, which makes sense. Makes sense and, no, but I, I, I don't think we have more than two customers that would uh, buy all 52 comics, right. like, even if they loved them all, you know. Um, I mean, I didn't even buy all 52 first issues there. Right. I did buy more than I expected to, though. Well, you're going to win, though, remember? The oh, yeah, contest? Right. Yeah, okay. I'm going to pull your name out. <laughs> and I'll sell all those on eBay's. I mean, in a perfect world, it would be a fair contest for, you know, whoever's name we pull out. But, I mean, we've been friends for a long time. Oh, yeah. And that means something yeah. in this world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's just the way the chips fall, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would do the same for you. Mm-hmm. I would expect it to. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yeah, that store needs some work. Well, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. It's not like everybody listening loves their job either, but. Well, no, but. But I mean, that's not, it's not the job I signed on for. Right. Like, like I thought I was working at a comic shop and I, I couldn't care less about gaming. Like I don't even play video games. Right. Like I don't do any sort, any kind of like gaming of any sort. And yeah, I you do occasional a board game. Occasional, I'll do a board game. Right. Yeah, but that's that's more about who you're hanging out with right. instead of the right. game. I don't go to like well, Scrabble tournaments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those guys all hate each other too, which is bizarre. <laughs> they do. They really do. But uh. Yeah, so I, I, like, have no interest. It'd be like if I worked at an auto zone, you know? Right. Like, you know, I'd try to hate that just as much and right. no more uh, as dealing with magic cards. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll, yeah. I'll get a job at an auto zone. I mean, I know, uh, you know, my job is, is definitely not what I signed up for, you know, at this point in time. But, uh, you know, you get through your day, you know, you just have to, it, I mean... You know, I don't have to deal with customers or anything like that, so I don't have to worry about that. But, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I've said this before, you know, it's just, uh, everybody hates their job. Yeah. You know? uh, or at least some aspect of it that you just don't right. like. And, uh, and especially if you're in the, the customer service industry, I mean, I know you hate your job. Right. You know, I know when I walk in, to, you know, let's say the grocery store, and I see the cashier just standing there with dead eyes, right. unsmiling. I know their job is awful, and I know that they have to deal with some shitty people. Right. But uh, guess what? I'm not in there to be shitty to you. Yeah. Not everybody who is going to come in is going to be shitty to you. Fucking pretend to love it. Exactly. Smile. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Because right. I, I don't want to talk to you right. either. You right. know? Uh, we we can we can get through this with minimal interaction. Right. Yeah. But fucking plaster that smile on, and everything's gonna go a lot smoother. That's, I mean, that's the way I look at it. Like yeah. like uh, when I'm at the store and I'm dealing with crowds of magic guys, I'm nice to them all. Right. I I really am. And and like I said, there's a bunch of them that I actually do like. And but uh, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's to the point where like it like not that. Nah, you know, like, I, I, I hate, to, I hate to whine about my job, because like I said, I know everybody hates their job, but, like, 
I, I think I'd rather do something else. Right. Like, I'd rather, you know, you know, I'd even take a pay cut to work with not the public if right. the public I'm working with is magic guys all the time. Right. Like, you know, I wouldn't mind taking a couple dollars off my my hourly rate and just, like, you know, building stuff or working and outside or, you know, I don't, I don't care. Right. And just, I'm getting kind of tired of retail. Yeah, it's understandable. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, for, for selfishness sakes, I, I hope you hang in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I probably will for a bit. We'll see uh, what happens. Uh, I'm not sure that I would uh, continue shopping at Mavericks if, uh, if uh, you didn't want Oh, there. yeah. I don't know. I'd probably maybe stop behind comics. <laughs> wow, really? Wow. Or at least uh, just going all uh, uh, digital or ordering online and having them shipped to me. Well, this show would definitely be all movie reviews because I wouldn't be buying nearly as many comics. <laughs> or I'd be uh, going through my collection and we'd be reading all 80s and 90s comics. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh... <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to hear that, because uh, I think, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to speak for you, but uh, I, I think it's, you know, you, you're not so much uh, that you hate your job, it's just that uh, it's not what you want to do at your job. Yeah. You know, you would, I think you, you would be much happier day after day. Organizing comics, bagging, boarding, oh, yeah. ordering. I, I'll work. I'm a worker. Yeah, like, yeah, I like to yeah. do stuff. Like, I don't want to just sit there and, you know, yeah. read comics. I want to, like, no, yeah, yeah. I want a functioning store that I get or to, if, like. Uh, you know, if the comic market were, were a thing where, you know, like the magic uh, market where, you know, people were bringing in long boxes every day to oh, trade. That would be awesome. Yeah. I would fucking love that. Yeah. Yeah. So come on, speculators, get up to it. Yeah, yeah. Buy some more DC number ones. Yeah, It'll let's uh, let's get this uh, 1992 comic oh, boom going get again. Get some scratch and sniff covers and get Neil Adams <laughs> over there. Uh, continuity of indestructible covers, you know. <laughs> whatever, whatever it takes. Uh, comics are dead. Yeah, it's Pr- well, Prince is dead, right? Egon Spangler said so. Uh, it's true. Uh, it's sad. Very yeah. sad. No, uh, oh, no, it's cool. It's cool. I apologize for wasting your time, everyone, complaining about my job. Do not apologize. I'm sure you hate your job more than I hate mine. This is a free show. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, I'll give you all your money back. Uh, whatever you paid to download this episode. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, yeah, 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 um, um, I've been doing some drawing. I've been yeah. excited, working on something for the the uh, the gentlemen of the bearded guild. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I'm working on something for them. It's uh, due next month. That's pretty exciting. That's cool. They're having a benefit at Kosai in Columbus next month for uh, like all the proceeds go to like research on prostate cancer. Good cause. Yeah, cool. No one wants cancer creeping up their asshole. Nope. Um, so yeah, hopefully uh, people buy the artwork that's for sale there. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Bought some new shoes. Yeah. yeah. Got my fucking black Converse back in full effect. It's been a while. It's, it's been too long. Yeah. Yeah. Those are terrible shoes. Oh, I love them though. 
Uh, bad for your back? They're bad for everything. <laughs> I, I, I won't wear them to work. You'll only see me in these when I'm either... Like, I'll, I'll Mr. Rogers it. I'll come home from work and put right, them on. Right. Or I'll wear them on my days off where I don't have to stand up all day. But, right. yeah, I won't, I won't wear them. Uh, when I, because, yeah, that hurts your knees right. after 10 hours. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. That's cool. That's cool. I, uh, I got nothing. Uh, I can tell the cop story. Oh, yeah, that's a good, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I met I met uh met your neighbor. Oh yeah, today. you, you kind of did. Sorry, I mean we didn't introduce ourselves, but yeah, yeah. saw him and heard him speak yeah, for the yeah. first time ever. His uh, he and his buddy were blocking me in, and uh, you chose to uh, ride your bike in today. So, so we couldn't escape for food. Nope. But uh, we saw them out there, so I figured I could go and fast them to move. <laughs> they did, but uh, yeah. I don't know how to, how do, how do I preface, uh, how do I start this story? Because there, there seems to be layers to it. Well, there's the, 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 uh, magic evening. Yeah, yeah. Speaking uh, of magic, guys. Yeah. Uh, it all comes back to magic. Yeah, sadly. Uh, last Monday, uh, you and I recorded our previous episode. Uh. Any Empire? Uh, Any Empire, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, uh, we, we went out for, for some, some sandwiches. And uh, there's a uh, there's a gaming store in my building, uh, and Mondays and Thursdays is their gaming night. And we pull into the parking lot, and there is a dude standing outside the front of the building playing the saxophone. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we get out of the car, and I mean. I know I'm an asshole. <laughs> we'll preface everything like that <laughs> from uh, here on. From here on out. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I get out of the car, and uh, the guy's playing the saxophone, and I don't think I was being full bore ahead asshole at this point. Right. Uh, like I, I saw him, I heard him, and I said, "Hey, uh, people live here, so you know, please don't do that." Right. Yeah. And like. I, you know, I'll interject this brief thing. I like street musicians. I think it's cool. But, you know, usually like on a Sunday afternoon or something. Right, yeah, and, yeah. and like in a public spot. Right. This is like in the evening right by your apartment. It's 9.30 at night. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm about to go record something. Right. Uh, I don't need saxophone music accompanying me. Or, or, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm with you. And also, you know, people live here. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh... It'd be like if, if someone was playing the saxophone outside your bedroom window. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little much. Yeah. 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 Uh, especially a gamer asshole. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, again, uh, I wasn't, I was a total dick at this point. Right. Uh, but you know, I was like, hey, people live here, don't do that. Right. And I get responded with, huh? <laughs> and so I reiterate. A little firmer. People live here. Don't do that. Right. And then we proceed to head up the steps to the sidewalk to my house. At which point, I can hear the saxophone again. And so, at the top of my lungs, I scream. 
I told you to stop that. If I hear it again, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I didn't hear it again. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was that was cool at least. Yeah. Maybe he's got a record. Maybe. Yeah. Uh so then that was Monday night. Tuesday night, uh I get a text message from my mom who owns the beauty shop in front of the apartment here. Uh, she texts me and uh, says, "Did you hear about an incident that happened in front of the the building last night?" You hear about it? I was the incident. <laughs> I would beg to differ that anyone would classify this as an incident. Right? Yeah. Uh, it was it was a happening. Yeah, yeah. It was a thing that occurred. Yeah, not an incident. Right. An incident seems like it would involve like violence, blood, yeah, or, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone showering afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I responded back, no. Then I did not hear about any incidents <laughs> that occurred. Uh, she said, okay, thanks. Uh, so that was Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday night. Uh, so Wednesday night, I come home from work and I park where I normally do and my neighbor's car was not there uh, and sometimes they also leave occasionally Right. Uh, oddly enough I've never blocked them in when they're trying to leave that's weird but uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and, like I heard somebody up there like around 10 o'clock that night so I figured they were just out for the evening or whatever uh, Thursday morning, I leave from work, and their car is not, uh, in the parking spots. But, you know, uh, I usually hear them awake at 5.30 in the morning. Maybe they went out to do something at that early time, you know? Like uh, a breakfast or something. Things happen, you mm-hmm. know? People leave the house. Yeah, who cares? Uh, so I go to work. Uh, I come home Thursday night, uh, and the car is not in their spot. Uh, I come home, I watch a little bit of TV, I'm here for about 10 minutes, and I can hear people walking around upstairs. Uh, but the car wasn't there. Maybe one of them went out and the other one stayed behind. Who knows? Yeah. So around 9 o'clock or so, uh, I decided to, to get out of the house for a little bit, uh, run to the sword, do some errands, whatever. Uh, you know, I back out of my spot, I, I give their car, still not there, I go out the front parking lot, and as I'm about to pull onto the street, uh, I see a patrol car pull into the parking lot, and I've seen cops, like, park in the parking lot before, like, doing whatever they do when they just sit in a parking lot for 20 minutes here, right. uh, just, you know. I don't know, jacking off, I don't know. Paperwork, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've even been blocked in by a cop before doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but the cop immediately gets out of the car and runs up the steps and he's got uh, his flashlight out. Oh. And so, but like by this point, like I'm already like pulling onto the street. So I was just like, what the fuck? So I pull around, like, the back entrance, and I go through the alley and pull back into my parking spot to see the cop pounding on my door. (laughs) It's always a sight you want to see. Oh, yeah. So I get out of the car, and I'm just like, hey? 
Or wave, and he's like, yeah, 2293A. I was like, what? He's like, I'm looking for 2293 Patterson A. He's like, yeah, there's... there's he's Canadian. He's like, there's no A. He's like, oh, well, I got a call for 2293A. He's like, well, this is one, over there is two, and the shop is just 2293, and like no letter or number or anything. So well, I'm looking for Mr. Taylor. I was like, oh, that's upstairs. And, uh, he's looking for my neighbor. <clears throat> the infamous. The, the infamous Mr. Yeah. Taylor, yes. Uh, so he heads that direction, and as he's uh, going up the stairs, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was just leaving, and I saw you pull into the parking lot and get out of the car, so I just, you know, got kind of worried, just saying what's going on. He's like, oh, well, I guess your neighbor got his car stolen. I was like, oh, okay. And I just got my car left. <laughs> Has this car been back? Uh, well, uh, I went out, I did my errands, and I came back, and, uh, at this point, the cop and Mr. Taylor were both, uh, standing in front of my, uh, porch, uh, talking. No. <clears throat> and they both saw me pull in, and so they moved their conversation down to the patrol car in the front parking lot. And, uh, so, you know, I just went inside and didn't ever give it another thought. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, went to bed Friday morning, I wake up, head out to work, and the car is there. So the cop did, uh, he did, he did really well, he found it. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> or like you said. Uh, my theory is that, uh, she took his car. Yeah. Yeah. Like on a joyride. Yeah. 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 I got pissed at him or whatever and just took his keys and left. Right. Huh. So, yeah. and, and, uh, and so, and so, like, he just was responding and he thought that, uh, your apartment was his apartment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I gotcha. But still, and that's not the first time that this has happened. Yeah. You know, I've had the cops come to my door looking for them before. Right. You know, it's not a fun experience. Yeah. You know, like, like, whether you've done nothing wrong or anything, you know, the sight of a cop pounding on your door, or a flashlight shining in your window oh, as you're yeah. trying to watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. Not a cool thing. No. No. <laughs> Ever. I had that happen to me once. Uh when uh I was I was by myself watching a movie on like a Friday night or Saturday night and uh a cop knocks on the door and usually at, at this time in my life I was really high at this time of night. <laughs> uh, for some reason I was not this night. And which was strange. And I, I answered the door and I was like, yeah, and, uh, and my, one of my roommates had, I guess, gotten drunk and left their license at a bar, and the cop found it and returned it. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was huh. really, uh, public serving of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, unfortunately for, for me, uh, and I think I told the story when it happened was that, uh, when the, the first time that the cops came pounding on my door, uh, my, me and my friend were watching a movie, we had the lights out, and all of a sudden, uh, giant mag lights are being shined in through my window, and there's pounding on my door, uh, because, uh, one of the neighbors stabbed the other. Oh. Who stabbed who? Uh, she stabbed him. Yeah. With no. a broken glass. Man. That's craziness. Yeah. Yeah, they rule. 
Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. They are. <laughs> I just think they're, they're mere couple yards away right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a heartwarming thought. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, they've ruined my life. Yeah. <laughs> they have ruined my life. How long have they lived here now? Like two years? Three years. Wow. Was it just before we started doing this? I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It was March 2008 is when I remember, uh, uh, well, March 2008 is when I remember the problems starting. Right. And that's when they were, uh, not living up there, but letting other people live up there who would stay up till five in the morning and partying. Doing all sorts of manner of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody that I wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. to go to work. That doesn't give you a lot of sleep. No, that, it does that, not. That. Does not. And, uh, yeah, so it's been a, a seesaw of, uh, bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, a seesaw, though. Yeah, yeah. Those are fun. Because sometimes they just disappear for, for weeks on end. Right. Yeah. Probably in a, you know, some sort of drug haze Maybe, somewhere. Know. Yeah. Who knows? Wish they would get evicted. Yeah. I, on your behalf, I do too. Yeah. I don't even know them, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's obvious they're not awesome. No, <laughs> I've, uh, wasted a lot of time with that. No, no. Right. We didn't talk about the movie much, so yeah. I think we're, it's all good. Yeah. It's probably good. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, uh, I hate magic, you hate your neighbors, yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> Two recurring themes of the show. Yeah. <sighs> One of us is just gonna explode and kill, like, I'm either gonna kill a magic guy or you're gonna kill your neighbor. Yep. And that, that's gonna be a bad time. So. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can still do this show from prison. Oh, would you? Would you, like, yeah. do the, through the window, the oh, glass? Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> It'd be, this could be, gutter trash could be my conjugal visit. There we go. If it's yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, maybe we can get like, uh, your, uh, your CEO on as a guest, you know? Oh, yeah? yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of looking forward to it now. Yeah, it's like a yeah. new twist. Yeah. You know, like every year we need to do something to spice it up. Right, right. So that'd be, uh, you know, and also everything that we just said, we can reverse that for me in prison and you being free. Oh, I'm not going to. Depending, gonna, depending would, on which one of us snaps first. I won't be able to visit you in prison. I don't think I can handle seeing you, seeing you behind bars. Okay. I would just break down too often. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'd send you postcards, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that really just fits my theory that I really don't have any friends. Uh, you, so. know, you know what you know would be... Strangely appropriate though, if you do get, uh, put in prison, uh, for, you know, murdering one of them. Yeah. Uh, you'd, you'd, you'd probably, like, have the other one as your cellmate. Yeah. 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 Or at least a relative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like one of the pitter patterers that used to be up there till yeah. five in the morning. Yeah. No, I'd totally visit you in prison. <laughs> I visited, I've only ever visited one of my friends in prison. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was an awkward thing. It was one of those, seriously, like, there was, like, the phone call through the glass and everything, and, yeah, it was, it was not cool. <laughs> can I, can I guess which one? Oh, uh, maybe when we're done recording. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure you can. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess I'll uh, pick a comic okay. to read for us for the next show. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, this is uh, a book that I bought uh, that I probably shouldn't have because it was uh, too expensive. And I should probably have just saved my money. Oh. Uh, because tons are tough. Spoiler. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could have used that money for other things like uh, bills or food. Gas. Gas. Yeah. Yeah. I I shouldn't be be buying funny books. Not expensive ones. No. But this was one expensive one. It was a hardback. I think it was probably $30. Whoa. I could be wrong. I I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? 20, 20, 30, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Uh, whatever the price of a hardback book is. Hmm. Eighty-nine dollars. There we go. Omnibus. Yep. Uh, an absolute. <laughs> uh, it is a book. Uh, sorry, I just had something weird going on. Had a little flashback. Uh, something, something happened. I'm okay. I'm <laughs> all right. Buying this book. Reading it. Come on. Gonna let you read it. Yeah. And we're gonna come back here in a week. We're gonna talk about it. Awesome. Uh, it is called New Teen Titans Colon Games. Colon Games? Is it about, like, colon- colonoscopies? Why could I not say that word? I only had two beers. Colonoscopies. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Games. Games. New Teen New Titans. Teen Titans. Games. Is that a Wolfman Perez? That is a Wolfman Perez. Mm, nice. It is a graphic novel, New Teen Titans graphic novel, OGN. Not wow. a trade paperback. Wow. This is not. This would not be a collection of uh, floppy funny books. No, it is not. It is intended to be one whole story wow. from the get-go. And it took 26 years to put out. Wow. So, we'll see if it's worth the wait. Was it just lost in limbo? Sort of. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, we can talk about it more uh, when we when we do the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, that's sort of what happened. It just sort of got put to the wayside and huh. uh, took all this time to, to finally get it done. Wow. So, we're going to read it. We're going to talk about it. Sweet. Teen Titans. Colored Games. <laughs> It sounds naughty. Yeah, it does. Starfire's always up to something. Oh, yeah. Something slutty. Look up uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. <laughs> Sticking her uh, fingers in their colons. And, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Playing games. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. I don't know how to purr. It's, it's just new Teen Titans games. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. New Teen Titans games. Yeah. Sweet. I'm looking forward to it. Me as well. I haven't read a good superhero book in a, a bit. Yeah? Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I just haven't read any superhero book other than, like, the number ones for right. DC. But well, that, those are superhero books. But yeah, those are just single issues. Like, this would be a full story. Right. You know? Yeah. Excited. Yeah. Sweet. Check it out, kids. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. 
or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.